Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today in the studio, I have Steve Reinhardt. Good morning or afternoon, Noah. Yeah, sounds good. And on the phone, we have Alex Matthew, and he's in India right now. Hi, Alex. Yeah, hello, yes. We're just getting ready to start on the second point. Yep. Yep. The second point I would like to touch this morning, uh, this afternoon, uh, is um, about building bravely. Building each other bravely. <laughs> Not in concrete and, uh, and uh, iron bars, but building each other up. Which is, a, which is a specific responsibility that the Lord has given to us. You know, if you look at it in the abiding sense, unless the branches manufacture carbohydrates for other branches, all the branches will not be able to grow uniformly and in health. They share each other. There is a system within the plant for distributing the food manufactured in the leaves equally in every part. Some of it it will take to the roots and store there, but they have a system to distribute food that is manufactured in each branch. Now we need to look at this in the abiding sense. We are the branches. Our function is to build each other up. If we abide in him, we build each other up. And uh, at times of scarcity, the main plant gives us our needs. The, 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 The plant system is so wonderful. Where there is need, the roots will send it through the vessels into the leaves and produce blossoms and fruits. It's a wonderful system. Now it tells us the main supplier, the chief supplier, the chief source is the parent wine. I am the wine and you are the branches. So we build each other up and the wine provides us the place to be and uh, to be productive for uh, his purposes. Now if we translate this into action in our lives, we can see that our purposes can be fulfilled with complete total hold onto the vessels that comes from the tree into the branches. As the concrete takes hold of the iron bars within, the union is so strong that it goes on, it goes on. We are united in his hold. He holds us and supplies us, and then we have to build each other up. The branches 
support each other and build each other we have the strength in our in in the firm hold that the lord has on us and uh, as mike would always say his strength is perfected in our weakness wherever we go weak or even if there is a tendency to go weak his strength comes in and as i said in the last session his grace is sufficient for all our needs in his strength we can do all things <laughs> philippians 4:13 says in him we can do all things now consistency in building comes from our commitment to build we must be committed and that commitment comes from our devotion to the giver of our strength he wants us to share of our strength to others of our strong points of our capacity to help others he wants us to share no i <laughs> i remember a story president yerere of uh, tanzania used to say in the early days uh, after independence in 1964 captain yerere has sent uh, young people in his country to go to overseas countries mainly to uk england and uh, study prepare themselves and come back and serve their nation they were sent on government subsidies and support these guys went abroad studied became able administrators and educators and they never returned to the homeland president nerere was a great statesman and he was so sad his people cheated him cheated the whole country they drew on the resources of the country made themselves fat in uh, uh in, in the countries where they have gone and they never returned he was so sad about it incidentally my wife grace taught uh, his son john and uh, we had uh, some conversations at times and uh, he was so sad that his people betrayed the whole country now many of us many of us receive so much from the lord and he expects us to build others up his people but we betray and never produce never give out it's such a sad thing such a sad thing you know so i But, so i i'm wondering um you know i i agree that we we oftentimes i was i was at a wedding this past uh weekend in california for one of my really close friends and it was uh uh interesting um 
to be able to, I got to do the toast. I was the best man, and I was trying to be my best, which isn't very good. Uh, <laughs> but I put my best foot forward, uh, which has got holes in it. Um, but one of the things that I recognized about him uh, was how generous he is and how kind and giving um, and always looking out for other folks. And, uh, you know, and so I just like to acknowledge that uh, about you uh, over the years, uh, because I think maybe one of the way we, we don't usually build each other up because we kind of maybe are embarrassed to tell each other uh, how we really feel and think about each other. But uh, if is that okay if we take that take a moment to do that? Because I'd like to uh, do that with you and Noah and kind of take your um, message to heart and put it to practice. Yeah. I, I, unless, I, go ahead. Unless, unless we build each other up, we are not worthy to be called his disciples. He yeah. was always for building up. Just remember that woman who was caught in adultery. People wanted to throw stones at her and kill her. And uh, the way he treated her. Finally, when all of these people who, have, who did not dare to pick up a stone have gone, she, he was alone with the woman. And uh, he asked them, where are all the accusers? No, no one. No, he in in that one moment, he built that woman up. Yeah, that's so beautiful. The tremendous growth that has happened in that woman, you can just imagine. I don't have to explain. I I don't know even the extent of the building up that has happened in that one moment with her. Hmm. Daughter, I don't condemn you. Mm. We destroy people by condemning them. That's our problem. We enjoy condemning. And in condemning, we think that we are bigger than them. We are never bigger than anybody. But we are not lesser than anybody too. But yeah. we have a fallacious belief that we are bigger. And uh, we will grow. Nobody can grow in isolation. That will be the growth of a crystal. In a saturated solution, a crystal will grow. <laughs> but what if more water comes in? It will, it will dissolve. So uh, that type of growth is not good. We must build each other up. Yeah, I, like, we, I really like what you're saying. And I'd, and I'd like to say that to both you and to Noah right now. Um, you know, where are, your con where are you those know. who condemn you? Where are those who are judging you? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, I, yeah. I, I just appreciate both of you guys, your hearts, your love, uh, your, how genuine you are, uh, and how you're, for me, you're always there for me. Mm -hmm. uh, both of you guys, and I just want to uh, uh, say thanks. If, uh, if, if I'm not there for you, what is my purpose in living? You are 
so much, you mean so much to me, not just you, but there are so many of people, so many, who mean more to me than I mean to them probably. Because I appreciate the love that is lavished on by others and uh, the building up that I have received through these 85 years. Mm. I, have, I have been built up by those who love me. Mm. There may be some people who may think that I can't love and I don't love, I don't know. But I have grown up, I have developed. This growth and development was because of the love that I have received. You know, in a, in a common observation in nature, you would see when a raven sees a dead thing lying down or some food material lying down, and then he will make a crow, 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 call others to come and join, just like the vultures going about uh, spotting a dead body. They make a noise and attract all the others and come. He could, uh, he could think that maybe, no, no, I don't want to call anybody, I will eat it myself. But then they call. They believe in building each other up. Like the honeybee. <laughs> you know, mm. it's building. Not for its own benefit, but for others. They believe in building. That, that is instinct. But the Lord has specifically told us, you must be a blessing. You build each other up. Hmm. And uh, all the disciples have learned it, imbibed it only after receiving the Holy Spirit. They were ordinary people, but when the Holy Spirit came in, they all started big builders, big catchers. That was what the poor uh, um, fishermen turned into. Huge architects of yeah. modern Christendom. You know, I like that. Um, I like what you're saying, Alex. I, I really like that uh, you brought up the, uh, the story about the disciples and the poor fishermen turning into people who <laughs> really changed the world and gave yeah. uh, and built up others. Yeah. And that's one of the things I really admire about Noah uh, is that it doesn't matter what he's doing, if he's painting or working uh, here in the ministry or doing the podcast or loading books, he's uh, always got an eye out to build up the folks around him. And, and I just want to acknowledge no, that. And that, that's... That's been in my experience, in, um, he, and I'm wondering what you're thinking about get this, out of Noah. Himself. Yeah. What do you think about all this, Noah? Yeah, I, I, I like it. Um, yeah, you know me, I, I don't take a compliment very <laughs> easily, so I don't. <laughs> I try not to pay too much attention able, to it. <laughs> Noah was, get, was able to get out of himself. That's his success. He's no longer shrinking into himself. Yeah. The human proclivity, the human tendency is for individual gain. 
Paul Tonia has uh, said something about uh, persons. I don't know whether I have told this earlier. Most of the people remain as miserable individuals, not being able to reach out to others. An individual is an island, unable to bring bridges to others. A person failing to make bridges to others, not a person, an individual, unable to build bridges and cross bridges to others will remain an individual all the time. He's an isolated island. But he becomes a person when he reaches out, loves others, and uh, try to bring them up, build them up. That's the person. That's the, that's the sort of persons the Lord wants us to be, not as miserable, isolated individuals. Mm. That's what we re, that's what we like to be. We want to make for ourselves. We want to build ourselves up, <laughs> and uh, we think that we will be in palaces of our own making. But we will be more miserable than the beggars on the street in a palace where the needs are not met. So uh, that is a fallacy. God gives us sufficient provisions to build uh, each other's up. So, so let me so, just throw, um, let, let me throw out a question because I, I I've had this uh, story and I may have mentioned it on one of the podcasts. I was talking to one of my uh, friends uh, who who was just being real, shooting really straightforward one time with me, and he just said, "Well, uh, we were talking about building one another up," and he is really his. Uh, his call is to build others up. He goes, but he, but he came to me and he said, but Steve, uh, you're not that lovable. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I think maybe that could be, you know, uh, people that listening to our podcast might say, well, uh, you know, it's easy to build up people that are kind and generous and compliment me, but it's those, but it's uh, the other people that, it, uh, um, take advantage of me, criticize me, don't accept me, want me to change and be different. How would mm. you address that if somebody said that? Yeah, it, see, we have no control over what people do. We, we don't, we should not worry about what people do and what they do and why they do. It's not our concern. It is between them and the Lord. What we are concerned with is, what can we do for you? What can I do for you? In what way can I build you up? And that's all our concern. They, people are people, and they will behave in a way what they are used to. And, uh, you know, when a person becomes... A person in his own right and realizes his personhood. When Noah realizes the Noahhood within him, he will be a different person. He will have enough to give, enough to build. I must recognize the Noah good, Noahhood. Alex has got within him the Alex hood. 
That is the investment he received from the Lord. And uh, he should multiply it. I'm not supposed to bury it and say that God will give me so less and I don't want it. No. Build it up on that and build up. No complaining. Complaining will not allow us to to build. <clears throat> so uh, can I repeat what you just said? Because I think that's so powerful. Uh, when When Noah, and it probably, I'm guessing, happens... Uh, off and on throughout our lives when Noah realizes the Noahhood in him uh, mm -hmm. which is kind of the real Noah the Godhead Noah uh, living yes, in him yes, yes, uh, yes, he yes. will be yes. sufficient for all he'll you know he'll have that sufficiency um, maybe if people hate him uh, or criticize him <laughs> or condemn him uh, yeah, he would. Yeah. He'll be sufficient and feel that sufficiency. Is that right? We don't, we, we don't trust our personhood onto others. That's a realization. That's a deep realization within us. This is me, Noah Hood, mm. Steve Hood, Alex Hood, and uh, that's a deep satisfaction within us, and that will not deter us from our our path. And, uh, you know, individuals have the right to do what they want to do, let them do. But we have the right to do what is right according to in keeping with my personhood. That's mm -hmm. our privilege. That's the great privilege that the Lord has given us. There is enough, enough for all our needs that he gives. And... Uh, Sometimes we feel we, are, we have, don't have enough, but according to him, he gives as he pleases, and we say, Lord, thank you, that's all, <laughs> without complaining, that's it. And then we go on to the third one, think fairly. Uh, in, this, uh, in this session, we will take uh, this one also, thinking fairly. Okay. You see, the fairness in, think, fairness in thinking comes from the nobility that comes into us as we develop in him. We would have nasty thinking, we would have unkind thinking, we would have angry thinking, we would have sometimes repulsive thinking, all sorts of thinking would come and... Uh, erode uh, our uh, personhood. But thinking fairly comes from a noble mind. And nobility is something, a given gift. The Lord gives us nobility to behave with people in a noble manner, in an elegant manner. Elegance and nobility goes together. You might have heard of the story of, uh, of a British peer, uh, a lord, somebody, I don't remember his name. He would always go out with his friends for the constitutional walk in the morning. And uh, when they come back, they get a paper from the paper when they're on the road and giving the pens, whatever, um, 10 or 15, 
five ten pence or whatever he gives and gets the paper. And uh, when uh, he gets the paper, he he tells the paper vendor, "Good morning, George." And the fellow he grunts, <clears throat> "Yeah, no, something like that." So his friend one day asked the Lord. Sir, why do you wish this man good morning? He never answers you properly, and he just runs, and he is not even thankful that you have wished him. And then the Lord tells his his friend, a Mark, I wish him and greet him because who I am. I don't want to reduce myself to his level and grunt. I do because of who I am. Now, that comes to the point, if we realize who we are in him, we have enough to give. And uh, we will build people up in elegance nobility. People are not aware of it, that they have the status of nobility once they come into the Lord. You don't go down. The Lord Jesus comes and elevates you up to a noble position. You are no longer a cheap person. And you are entitled to behave elegantly and uh, with noble intentions. Not for the purpose of gaining anything, but by virtue of who you are in him. Now, we think fairly because of the thoughts that he gives us. He thinks of us and say that you are my son, you are my child. And that is the position that we occupy. First of all, we have to ask ourselves, am I fair to the Lord who gives me so much? Hmm. Or am I refraining myself? I am withdrawing myself from God? Am I isolated from God? And when one, someone gets isolated from God, he loses his nobility, he loses his elegance, and he again shrinks into himself. And unfortunately, that produces a detached existence. Isolated from God, Man tends to self-exploration and thinking. Oh, I am okay. I don't have to be elegant. I don't have to be noble. I, I am already a big person. And that sort of hypocrisy and that sort of uh, uh, high-handed thinking. Yeah, I am. That spoils the whole purpose of life. Mm. You see, we chase happiness. And uh, 
The chasing of happiness has no end. If we want happiness, if I want happiness on my terms, I can't be fair to others. Because what I want to grab is at the expenses of others. In a way, it is exploiting the other person. I want, I get. That's the erotic thing that happens all around the world. There's no fairness. It's I want to get. So while chasing happiness, man is only manufacturing dissolution. The chased thing, it's a mirage. We don't really get it. Say, for example, I want to feel a little high, and people say that, oh, friend, come on, let's have one peg uh, of brandy, and that will give you, that will shift, give you a kick, and you will feel fine, and you will get a fine sleep in the night. And so I, to oblige my friend, I take a peg of uh, brandy, and I feel very nice, very good, good sleep. After three months or four months, this one peg is not sufficient. I need two pegs to get the same high I got with the first peg. So I go after more alcohol. And after six months, another one year, it will not, the two pegs will not satisfy. I go to four pegs and in a short time, I become a completely, I become completely dependent on the alcohol to get me the happiness or the joy that I was seeking. Mm-hmm. And of course, other things follow. So chasing after happiness, you know what happens in Roman culture? They were not enough with uh, all the sexual perversions and uh, everything, but they wanted more happiness. And therefore, they would put a Christian in the lion's den and send out a hungry lion. They want to see the, boy, the, the Christian is uh, um, bitten upon and tear, torn apart, and eaten. They enjoyed the sight. That was the chasing of happiness of the Romans. In every instance, they they, they lose <laughs> what is fairness at all in that, in the chasing of happiness. All that is lost. All that matters is is happiness. Ultimately, it leads to hedonism. Happiness at any cost. Even if it is the death of the Christian, it doesn't matter. It happens all over now. May not be in the form of the, of the primitive form of uh, the Christian in the lion's den, but in many sophisticated forms, it happens in the same way. Nations against nations. Killing indiscriminately, saying that, oh, 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 we wronged because we didn't know. In the, in the 
hunger for satisfying their happiness and their wants, they do all sorts of things. Shooting down a plane, not knowing, of course, we didn't know. The excuse comes afterwards. Yeah, Alex, can I interrupt just so a sec? So there is no end of chasing it. Yeah. Yeah, so that I, what you're saying is that there's no end of chasing the happiness, and it, it kind of ties back no. into yeah. thinking fair, fairly. Uh, the different, the kind of thinking that you mentioned earlier um, that erodes our personhood. That really, it's that kind of thinking that, and I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Is that's what you're saying? Is that's the kind of thinking that um, kind of isolates us? We feel isolated from God. Uh, when we're thinking that way, and then we start acting that same way, is that right? But but there is a flip side to the whole thing. In the chasing of happiness, when the happiness is not enough, the people get disillusioned. Oh, it's not giving me the happiness I desire, and they get into disillusion. Oh, this is not giving. I must want more. And the dissolution, if it is not satisfied, it leads them to depression. And it is again reflected in unfair thinking. And unfair thinking, the, the, the thinker feels that there is more power in the unfair thinking. But in fact, that sort of thinking, that sort of... Uh, Depression that encroaches into the brain of the person makes the thinker, makes that person vulnerable and weak. He doesn't get any better, but he gets weaker. That's the truth about it. And he gets depressed. Either he would uh, destroy somebody else, or he would destroy himself. The point is the center of gravity of the person is within himself. Within the self, self, self. There is no other place for any other person. My joy, my happiness. That's beautiful. The erotic love is the basis of all this. I want and I would get. And I don't think, I don't mind what happens to anybody else. Yes, this is what I want. Erotic. Well, well, we'll have to talk about uh, the erotic things uh, on another podcast. I think that would be a good topic. I'm sure uh, Noah and I would enjoy that. And uh, is there anything you'd like to say in summing up, uh, talking about... um, uh, thinking fairly and building bravely? Unfair thinking, as I understand it, unfair thinking again comes from the person who sinks into himself and his needs. When it is not satisfied up to the, up to the level he wants it, he becomes unfair and try to blame all others and inflict injury onto the others. That becomes the source of his pleasure. And uh, 
the unfair thinking is everywhere. In small way or in the big way, it is in everywhere. In individual level, in the social level, in community level, in national level, international level. So if I, so if I catch my... So if I catch myself, because when you just mentioned those things, blaming others, inflicting injury on others, uh, when I catch myself having that kind of unfair thinking, uh, what you know, what what am I to do? Because I have those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. you know, I catch myself blaming yeah. other people. It's the, a lot of fun to blame other people. The, you see, the answer for all this, all these uh, deviation in thinking and doing and loving, in everything, the answer is one person. The person in you puts you straight. That is the beauty of abiding. The one who abides in you, give him the authority and he will lead you to the right path. Away from him, you can do nothing. John 5, 15, 5, apart from me, you can do nothing right. And that's what the tragedy of mankind. We keep, keep him apart. We keep him away. That's the problem. Okay, then uh, that's winding it up. And uh, then uh, we come to... The last one we'll have to, to do um, on another podcast, which is witness, wit- witness Humbly. Humbly. Witnessing mm-hmm. Humbly. Okay, we will do it in another podcast another day or the same day now? We'll do it another day. Probably another day, yeah. Uh, and Noah, Noah will give okay. us a okay. sum up here. And, uh, yeah, yeah, do you have anything to add, uh, Steve? No, I just want to say thank you, Alex, for... Uh, sharing those uh, important truths and pointing pointing us to Christ in us, uh, I really, yeah, I really love hearing about uh, Noah, Noahhood and Alexhood and Stevehood, uh, and fi- and yeah. really seeing seeing Christ in uh, in each other and in ourselves and mm-hmm. in and and feeling and experiencing the body as a whole, uh, not as individuals. I'm really excited about that. It's it is all our personhood is a given. Mm. The Lord gives, and we make the proper right use of it mm. and keep praising the Lord and say, Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. You made me discover myself. Thank you, Father. That's yeah. it. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and I just, I just want to say thank you, Alex. You just have, I can sit here for hours and just listen to you. And uh, everything you talk about, I can relate to so much. Definitely all the bad stuff, because I usually destroy myself yeah, all the time. Yeah, next time we will do <laughs> witnessing humbly, we will do, okay? All right, sounds good. And then okay. I was just going to let right. everyone, who's right. lis- everyone who's listening that, uh, Alex, you just had a new book come out, correct? Uh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. And, yes. and the new one is called Life as a Branch, Abiding Thoughts. Is that correct? Yes, 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 that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Okay, and? And uh, I didn't think it will be good, but then, uh, that good, but it has come out really well, really well, and I I assume Betty has given in so much into it, and uh, I think uh, 
She has written it more than what I have written. Her editing <laughs> is wonderful. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, and everyone who's listening, you can buy that book off of AbidingLife.com in books. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.